Welcome to a brand new episode of Life is Shit. I am Steve And I am motherfucking Patrick on my day. Yes. I am St. Patrick. We are recording on St. Patrick's Day. We are. Yeah. This is like a first. And it's true. This is a Life is Shit first. Welcome. Happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. I hope you are having good festive activities and enjoying yourselves. I realize that, like, it's racist as fuck, that everyone's like, oh, let's be Irish today, and they all get shit-faced. But it's true. But, regardless, I hope you're having a good day. I'll put it this way. Patrick, Although, by the time anybody hears this shit, it'll be Monday, and you'll all be hungover. Yeah. Right? And that's I'm assume- sure. Wait, that's assuming that Eric gets his shit together long enough to actually get So far, so good. Eric has been on the ball. You know, he's loving today. We'll see. Oh, yeah, you know he is. Eric's like, St. Patrick's Day, might as well drink two-fifths. Yeah, exactly. Um, But good part about this, so this is interesting. So, yes, if people want to call this a, like, oh, I'm going to get Irish today, let's be honest. Patrick, your last name, and my last last name is Moody, we're Irish. I'm drunk right now. Yeah, I'm going to give you the time. You know what's interesting? It is is 2.20. So there's actually more Irish elsewhere in the world than there actually is in Ireland. Really? Yeah. What is it? I don't know the exact numbers. Uh, it's more, though. Uh, partly it's because it, the English are cunts. And well, that's, that's a given. Many of the Irish had to flee Ireland. That's true. Due to the English being cunts and stealing kidneys. Sorry. They do that. They steal kidneys. <laughs> they steal kidneys. Yeah. Uh, oh, the then, British? Yes. Oh, yeah. Fuck they do. Uh, but so they'd flee elsewhere, and then since we like banging down, uh, microphone issues briefly. No, it was just, so now we're, we're a prolific people. We're prolific people. We are. You know, it's funny because we like boning. We like boning. Yeah, that's why there's lots of us. I bone a lot. You don't have any mini U's yet, though. Man, no. that's a good thing. It's the world probably... ready for another Steve. No. And this is the this is the sad part. I feel really bad for saying wait, this. Wait, wait, wait. Maybe. Hear me out. Hear me out. It's like Jesus is coming back, right? You know, second coming and all that. Keep thinking. Maybe. Keep thinking he picks this. Maybe. He's like, hey, Steve's kid. I'll inhabit that body. So he inhabits my... Oh, my God. Okay, so he... So, like, and then you end up, like, raising Jesus. And he's like, hey, guess what? I'm Jesus again. You're like, I don't believe in you. And he's like, well... As soon as the kid busts out, as soon as the kid busts out, like, oh no, check this out! I can turn water into wine. Like, I'd be like, you're not the Messiah. You're like sweet party chick, bro. We're making a brewery. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then like second coming is just like Mooney Winery. Mooney Winery. I mean, like that. That would be a okay. I'll put it this way. 
That would be a bad call on God's part. If he's like, yeah, we'll send Jesus down again. We're going to put him in this guy. This kid, this guy will raise him. It's a terrible idea. That'd be a horrible decision. A horrible yeah. decision. Yeah. Because you know what's going to happen? I'm going to raise, like, the Antichrist. Well, there is supposed to be the Antichrist. Maybe you will. You think I'd do the Antichrist? Maybe. I don't know. But I'm I not, mean, like, but I'm not honest, evil. It's not you, like, procreating as... Well, it's not terrifying. It's just, it's kind of Yeah, like, but I think uh, about this, like, raising, like, the Antichrist. You're not evil, you're just indifferent. I'm not indifferent. Well, yeah, maybe. Yeah, no, because I, I mean, I was trying to think about I am it. too, I'm like, like, like I'm not uh, evil. Okay. Like, I know, like, what's the right thing to do and what's the wrong thing to do. But, like, even in video games, like, when you get that choice to choose between good and evil, I always go good. I always end up evil. See, it's so weird. Like, Fable, I was the evil as fucking, like, you know why, though? Because if you were evil in Fable, you leveled up so fucking, fucking fast. faster. Yeah. But see, that makes sense, though. But, like, that's that's interesting. Okay, so we're... Even, I was evil as shit. So you game. bring in a video game, but this is the thing, though. But think about it, Patrick. So, okay, if you had power, where would you go? If we're going by, like, Fable logic? I'm just saying, like, in general, though, because if you think about it, like, me, I always try to do, like, the right thing. I try to do good. I, I try mean, to I do, do too in the real life. You think in real life, but you think in a yeah. video game, you just... But, like, that's the thing. Like, even in a video well, game... Well, so then we get into video, do video games to lie man's darker tendencies. I wouldn't say, though, though that, though, because, like, a lot of people try to link, you know, violence to video do, games. yeah, but it's and, like, if you look... It's interesting if you look at it, though. Like, how many people, when they play a video game, are, say, take Fable, for instance, because exactly. you already mentioned it, are you evil as fuck, or are you good in that game? And does that actually belie your true nature i don't personally think it does because it's a fucking game obviously so it'd be funny if like you pick all the bad choices and you're actually really good and i should get all the good choices when i played that game so you're I saying i'm evil as shit no because i was like evil as fuck in that game yeah because it it was the easiest route. easy route <laughs> but the, but, but i don't it. take the easy route in real life no that's true and so it's like, yeah, I don't know. Like I, people that make that argument, like, oh, video games are crushing people. I'm like, no, it's not. It's like if you're a piece of shit, you're gonna be a piece of shit. Like regardless of games, whatever else. I think it comes down to how you're raised. If That's your parents true. don't pay much attention to you, and they're like, whatever, boys will be boys, or whatever that bullshit. Like, oh yeah, little Jimmy's going and killing squirrels again. Whatever, boys will be. No, like yeah. little Jimmy's a sick fuck. He needs help. Like. That kind of shit, it's like, I think it has a lot to do with how you're raised. Like, you know, my parents raised me pretty well, I'd say. Like, you know, we had good morals and everything. It's like, and even beyond, like, your parents, it's like, yeah, okay, you can only blame so much on, on that. And it goes into, like, what kind of person are you really, like, beyond the fact? It's, it's that whole nature versus nurture argument. Yeah, no, that's true. Which, you know, there's different sides to everything. It's like, is it in your nature that you're a piece of shit, or... You know, is it how you're raised? I, you know, I honestly don't know. Because I've seen both ends of that spectrum. I've seen people that, like, they were raised awesome, but they had, like, a family member that was a fucking sack of shit, and they ended up being a sack of shit, and you're like, well... And then there's... The other ones were, like, people raised really horrible, but then they ended up being really awesome people. And it's you know like, what's interesting about that? I don't know why my mind... Especially what you're saying right there. Um... What really, like, my mind grasped to. So there was an episode of Everyone Loves Raymond. Okay, yeah. Where it had the, you know, Peter Boyle, uh, the father, and they found out that his dad, their grandfather, used to beat him. 
Okay. Yeah. And then the two brothers, you know, Ray and his uh, uh, God, what was his Rob? What was his brother's name? I don't oh, even know the right. actor's name, and yeah. I feel so bad about this because the guy's actually like a really good actor too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but him and they're, they're like, wait, why didn't you hit us? And then the dad was like, well, I didn't think that was like I didn't want to raise you that way. Yeah. And there's a certain point where it's like, yeah, there's nature and nurture, but it's like as much as like one parent might like you know for generations of generations might beat their kids. Yeah. At a certain point, one generation is going to flip that script and be like, no, I don't want to do this. Yeah. I don't want to be that person. Yeah, they kind of breaking the cycle. And kind of, yeah, breaking, exactly, breaking the cycle kind of thing. Because, yeah. I, like, I hear about, like, stories that my mom would tell me, like, of her growing up and even my dad and stuff like that. And then you realize, like, wow, your parents were in a terrible childhood, but they raised us to be better. Like, yeah. kind of thing. Well, I think that's kind of the intent. When, I mean, I know you're not a parent yet, but, you know, like I am. I think that's the intent is to, you know, nothing against our own parents. No, no, nothing at all. The intent is always, going forward, is to do better. Yes. It's like, so, like, I the way I talk to my kid, I don't talk to my kid like a kid. Like, no, yeah, yeah. When I talk to my daughter, it's like I treat her like her opinions and her thoughts and everything matter. So it's like, hey, you matter. How do you feel about this? No, like, I'm going to tell you exactly what to do, and here's why. It's like, no, like, you, you're important. What you have to say matters. Yeah, so yeah. How do you feel about what's going on right now? Now, if I don't necessarily agree with you, then, you know, we'll talk about it, and I'll explain my, you know, speak my case, whatever. So Yeah, no, totally yeah. agree, but it's like, I realize, like, certain, like, just, you know, raising your kids and stuff of like that, and, but it's weird. Like, so you say, like, of course, yeah, I don't have kids yet. But what also I look at it is is the same, like, how I look at myself, how I was, like, let's say 10 years ago. Yeah. But how I was then and who I am now, I feel like, like, every time, like, the best way I can put it since I don't have kids is, like, a relationship. Yeah. So every time I go into a new relationship, I feel like I'm a better person. Well, you should be. Right. If you think about it. Then you were from the previous. Like, situations grow us as yes. a person, right? So it's like everything you go through. You should be able to find some nugget, some, you know, jewel of wisdom, exactly. something in there that you can use to grow yourself. Like, I feel if you're not doing that, then you're just... You're being, not growing. No, and you're being lazy. And you're being lazy. We can learn something from everything that we've been through. Like, I've been through a fucking metric fuck ton oh, of shit. And I'm pretty sure, like, everybody has, you know, and like, kind like, of thing. We got to take that and use it. To kind of make a better version of ourselves than we were before, right? Yeah, no, and I totally agree with that because if you look at yourself, because like a lot of people always say, like, why was I dating this person? Or why was I doing this? Or right. why what you know, certain things. And then you look at your time and you go, Well, well let me let, let's look at what was going on in my life at that time. What's the most frustrating to me is when you hear somebody complaining about, say, their the current partner they're with. Yeah. But their current partner is exactly like the prior partner exactly. and you're like you date the same fucking person every time that's your problem you're not learning like as much as you don't want to believe like when people go like well opposites attract how stupid that sounds how cliche that sounds but you also have to look at it it's not so much as complete opposites you have to look at it from a different angle of such as that somebody you're going to meet might not be into things that you're into. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that you can't show this person those things. That's, I see it the same way. And they might, about it, you know, adapt to yeah, it. If you, know, you think kind about of it, for it is a partnership, right? Yes. So in most traditional partnerships, take business perspective. You form a partnership with somebody else when they have something 
that you don't have and you can learn from them. Yes. I think the ideal partnership, including relationships, is when that other person can help, help you, gr- you grow yeah. and be a better version of who you already are. It's not like they're cha- they're not changing you. Yeah, exactly. They're helping you to achieve your potential. That's a, like you've got this amount of potential and this other person could see that, but maybe you don't or you're you haven't achieved it yet. And so the ideal partnership is like, "Hey, I see this in this person." Let me help them get to that point. Exactly. It's not about controlling. It's about it's more, supporting. It's showing what the other person is. Exactly. They're worth. Yeah. Right. That's a prime example. Like, there's a lot of times where you don't know what your worth is. Yeah. Because you're with somebody that doesn't either um, elevate you in things that you're interested in. They either shun you for it. They either look down upon certain things that you might like. You're like, oh, I'm into, you know, cars. Yeah. Uh, I'm into sports. I'm into this. And not necessarily that, that your partner has to be into it. Uh, I mean, if they can jump into and be a part of that world, fantastic. Absolutely. But sometimes there's a partner that are like, I, this is just not my thing. Yeah. But instead of criticizing and belittling the, your partner for it, you just kind of accept it and just go, look, it's not my thing. I think it's kind of important, actually, for for couples to have different interests. No, I do too. You're into the same shit all the time. You're with each other all the time. Then it's... Well, I totally agree. I'll put it this way. Do you know how excited I am sometimes if I watch something and uh, Anna has never seen it? That's awesome, yeah. To me, I'm like, oh shit, here, let me show you. Yeah. Like, let me introduce you. And now, yes, it is a risky business because sometimes you could have someone who's not into it. Yeah. You have somebody watch something and be like... This is my thing. You know what's kind of the you know? best but sucks at the same time, but it's really an awesome thing, though? It's when you do that, and then, and then they are comfortable enough and confident enough to say, yeah, I don't really like that. Yeah. Like, and I'm, and at I'm the same time, you're like, oh, bummer. Like, I really enjoy it. But at the same time, you're like, cool. Yeah, you I'm know what? I'm so glad that you were comfortable You've... enough to tell me exactly. that you hate this thing that I was really into. And this is the thing, though. But what I realized, though is when that kind of, because it's very, I, I've noticed it right now, it's very few and far between when it comes into something like, oh, I'm not into this. So when something does come out with like either like, oh, it's like based off of this book that I was yeah. reading, or there's an actor in it that so-and-so doesn't like, but I really enjoy this actor. It's times when you get that time when you're apart from your partner that you're like, you know what, this is me time. I can enjoy this. That's what I'm saying. I'm yeah. going to put partake in this and it's good so like and I'll, I'll put it this way now i don't want you to people like if anyone's actually listening to this and taking actual any uh heart and confidence to it but i don't want you to take that as like oh this person's into this thing fuck that person i don't want to be part of that no no, no. don't take it as that if someone is also shitting on everything that you like this is that's probably different that's yeah. someone you shot there's a difference between i like a lot of this stuff I like yeah. all because you and I have this. Like we're best friends, and there's stuff that I'll be like, "Oh, I'm really into this," and I can I already know as soon as I drop it, you're like, mm, "Not for me." Yeah, but yeah, I don't I don't hate you for that. No, of course. In not. fact, I love your honesty so much with that because I know for a fact, like even if like like I know that now, like I'm like, okay, Pat's not into this. If that, like we're at a party or something like that, I know for a fact to be like, do not put this shit on. Yeah, and like I don't normal. like this is the thing. I don't care about everybody else. I'm like. I'll put something else on so this guy doesn't have to deal with this shit. Yeah. You know, kind of thing. And that's what I think, like, makes you grow and adapt and learn and just, like, you know... Well, you know what the key basis of that, though, is it's a concern for the other person. 
It's like you have something you absolutely fucking adore, but you know that that other person doesn't enjoy it. They don't enjoy it. And so you're like, you know what? They matter more to me than this thing does. Exactly. Like this show, this whatever, this event I really want to go to, but I know they'll hate it. So it's like, say there's like some event, you know, even if it's out of town, whatever, like, yeah, I yeah. really want to go, but I know that my partner won't, won't want to be either. into it. So you're like, hey, you know, I really want to do this thing. I know you'll hate it, so is it cool, like, if I go with my buddy or whatever, and, like, you know, we'll go, and then maybe you can find something you can go with, like, a friend of yours, whatever. You do your thing, I'll do mine. Right. It'll be awesome. Because, actually, it's, the funny part is, is uh, growing up and learning all these different things, like, I mean, you're 35, I'm going to be 35 this year. Yeah. Uh, not saying that we know everything, but Rock, no, yeah. but we've been around, I guess, the block a few times where oh, we, yeah. can, we can try to give everyone a little bit of insight. But honestly, like one thing I thought was really kind of cool, I went over to Matthew's place uh, a couple of weeks ago. We were doing like I think the last show before he went on his cruise, and I noticed they had this uh, they had this jar, and it said date night. Yeah, but inside the jar was all these folded papers. For date night ideas. That's awesome. And I was like, that is so cool. That's a brilliant I kind of want to do that yeah. where you write down things you want to do. Yeah. And even even idea. if you don't know if your partner's going to be into it or whatnot, but it's something that you can you know mix up in the draw, pull out, and be like, okay, our next date night, boom, this is what we're doing. Kind that of is thing. a fantastic And I think idea, that's an awesome yeah. idea. Yeah. And I think it's so interesting. Like, uh, like, it's like, I think it's great that people can find stuff to do together when you're in significant others, but... I will say this, and I think both parties, not just trying to represent the males, both parties, male yeah. and female, or whatever your gender uh, Pacific is, don't want to uh, discriminate. Yeah. So right. whatever whatever it is, but I, I still feel like everyone. you yeah. need, quote unquote, a night out with whomever. Whoever. So like such as you. You and I will probably most likely will be like, we need to do some guy nights. Yeah, it, I think, it's and I'm sure yeah. women will want to do some girl nights as well. That's important, and yeah. I think that's very important. Well, it is because I think in a really good, healthy relationship, you're not sacrificing all of who you are to this other person. You're still who you are, and so it's like you need to have time to foster your own identity. Yeah, like the worst relationships are the ones that are solely, they call it codependency. We're yeah, solely it's codependency. dependent upon the other person to define who you are. Exactly. If you're counting on that, you're you're losing. Prime example with that is like every time you date a new person, you start taking on their traits. Yeah. Like such as like, oh, I was never into such and such, but now I'm all about it. And you're like, what? Like kind of thing? I mean, there's expanding your horizons. No, no, there's a And then there's assimilation. I'll put it this way. There's a difference. Yes, because I'll put it this way. Like I said, like I know that I... Some music dropped today, and you were like, I'm not having it, and stuff like that. Yes, there's a lot of music out there that I don't listen to. Yeah. But there's some music that I've been listening to that I'm like, I'm kind of into this. Yeah, right. So I'm going to do it. Now, am I changing everything about myself? No. no. It's just that I am adding something new. It's like a DLC. Yeah, right. I just... <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I like this, that analogy. This is how I have to break things down so I can understand. Uh, I know video games. I know DLC. But it's like, oh, I really enjoyed this. But I want to I want to add something new to it. Yeah. So I buy the DLC, and next thing I know, I'm like, oh, this is kind of cool. Now I haven't branched out my horizon. And it's not always a win. No, it's not always. Sometimes a Sometimes you're like, this wasn't what I thought it was. No, it kind of sucks. It kind of sucks. Or I'm sometimes, or sometimes you dig a whim, and you're like, wow, this is cool. But yeah, I, I like. I this. think the main thing is the the willingness to invest in it. Exactly. Like, give like, something a when shot. When you're with somebody you care about, you 
you have a willingness to at least invest into it. It's like, hey, you're really into this thing. I'll give it a shot. If I don't like it, guess what? That could be your it, thing, and it'll I'll, be cool. I'll put it this way. In, in prime example, if if the person introduces you to something, and whether you have not, you don't know about it, or you're like, ah, I don't know about this, I would say if the person's into you, this is how you know. If the person's into you and this is somebody you want to keep around, if they actually give it a try. Yeah. If they actually go, you know what? I'm not into this. Like, I've tr- I watched this, like, I watched this movie a long time ago. And I was like, meh. But you know what? I'm, uh, I'm, uh, I'm older now. I'll watch it again for this person. That's somebody you want to keep around. Right. If the person investing. fights you tooth and nail that they do not want to watch, listen, or hear, like, anything that you want to, like, experience with you, do not have that negativity right. in your life. Because that's what I'm saying. It's all about the investment. Exactly. It's like when you're willing to invest in somebody else, then you're willing to try stuff that you might have been, you know, adverse to. Oh, and it's like, yeah, no, no. I really don't like that, but I like you and you really like this. So I'll give it a shot. And I'll give it a shot. You don't now, have to like it. No, There's no guarantee even, even, that you'll be even if afterwards you don't like it. Like, you don't even have to, like, be like, oh, my God, this is the worst thing that this person ever did. No, if they start saying that, get out of that. But if they're, like, if they take a step back and go, you know what? I didn't enjoy it, but other people enjoy this. You enjoy this. Right. And it's, like, that's not for me. Not for me. But but go right ahead. Go go ahead. Like, I'm not going to belittle it. I'm not going to stifle it. Like, like if you're into something, like, it's, like, like, even if you're, like, I'm not into it, but you're into it. Even if there's, like, oh, there's a poster of this movie you like. I will buy that for what, you. Like kind of thing, of the you most know. Damaging things that we can do our to ourselves is censoring ourselves for the benefit of somebody else. Exactly. It's like when you really like something, but you know that the other person doesn't, doesn't like and it. Suddenly you're like, oh yeah, I hate that. When really you're like, no, I actually really like that, but you don't. So I'm going to censor. That's terrible. Yeah, don't that's terrible. Do. Yeah, yeah. I love that we're like. I know we're being very, very like relationship. We're giving really good like, like advice on this episode. That's why I think it's funny. No one listens to these shows, probably. Like I guarantee, everyone on the network has not listened to this. Show. Oh yeah, it's I know. Like, I, I'll put it this way. I'll put it. Uh, I know. Um, probably Matthew has listened to a few episodes. Yeah, but certain one of our episodes, <laughs> like given really, we hey, we give out really. I good am advice. well qualified. I have a failed marriage we no i'll put it this way okay prime okay we'll put it this way so it is saint patty's day uh by the time you guys listen to this it will be uh not saint patty's day of 2019 i'll put it this way this is actually freaking hilarious okay i'm gonna say for myself we're both half cocked no we're both like full (laughs) we're full fucking cock but i will say this so this is hilarious we were so we went and went to uh four peaks we did yeah this is a tradition that uh anna has introduced me uh, we uh, the first time I went there was 2016. They do the St. Patty's Day celebration. You gotta marry that girl, by the way. And uh, every time, yeah, we'll get to that. Yeah, you glossed uh, right over it. But no, no, well, we've already talked about this. She's a keeper. Yeah, I know. Um, hence the reason why I started talking about relationships. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyways, um, yeah, she's a keeper. Uh, I need to make more money and actually be <laughs> awesome. Um, anyways, um, so. Yeah, so I've gone to a couple of these. We didn't go last year because last year we're actually in we Ireland. We were in Dublin, which we're, was all Americans, which was very all Americans, which is funny. Yeah, yeah. Um, we were at what? Like met some people from Ohio, uh, Ohio. I think uh, Cleveland. Yeah. Um, what was the other one? Denver, I think. Denver, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah there was like all Americans. It was really in Dublin. But then we realized when we went, it was all Americans. Like spring break. 
Yeah. When we fucking went. So we're like, oh, that makes sense. Like, wait, it cracks me up because, you know, like, obviously, my fiance is Irish. She lives in Ireland. This is all new to me. Yeah, whatever. And so so I was talking to her about it. She was like, well, yeah. She's like, we all stay inside and avoid going out on St. Patrick's Day. I'm like, yeah, okay. She's like, yeah, it's it's a tourist. It's a tourist holiday in Ireland. I'm like, yeah. I yeah. get that. No, I totally agree. Like, like that's why I thought it was so funny when I hear, like, uh, you were telling me, like, throughout your old text today was just all, like, um, you know, uh, she, like, like being like, this is such a racist holiday it, for us. It really is. No, it is. think about it, because it's, but like, I feel when like you're Irish up something, you're adding booze to it. Which is so bad. Okay, but this is the thing, though. This is the thing, though. We, okay, we're Irish. Yeah. We say that. You're yeah. like, oh, you want me to Irish up your coffee and stuff. Why? Because we're Irish and we feel like it's almost kind of like, you know, every other heritage where they're allowed sick. to say certain stuff. But now this is what I'm curious about. We say that as a like, hey, let me Irish this yeah. up for you where we know exactly what people are saying. Yeah. But do you think the Chinese – I'm getting really bad at it. Do you think the Chinese are like, oh, don't have an accident. Why are you driving? Like, you know there's probably households that like- say that. I think the reason people right. get away with saying shit like Irishing it up is because like they don't get offended by it. They're like, yeah, it's we fucked don't. up, but we it's don't. like, it's yeah, okay, it's messed up, but like, it's not that offensive. No, and it's like, okay, yeah, there are some really seriously offensive shit. Like, for example, if you were to say like, oh, hey, you're going, you're going to take a ride on the bus today. Why don't you Muslim it up and add a bomb on there? Yeah, that's fucked up. Like that'd be super offensive. Yeah, that's fucked up. <laughs> it's like that'd be fucked up. And so it's like, it, it's like, okay, yeah, where's your, yeah where, it's I, offensive, but... Ours is more tongue-in-cheek. It is. It is. Yeah. Which sucks, because, like, I don't want to give, like, I'm not trying to take anything away from, like, the Irish. Yeah. Obviously, you and I are both Irish, and everything like that, but it's like, but at a certain point, you kind of be like, you know, certain stereotypes are true, because... Well, I think there's certain... They're true. There are certain cultures <laughs> that, like, don't really get offended by this. And maybe that's to do with because of how much they've overcome. Like, you look at, take, for example, the Irish in, in America. Yes. I'm going to say. No, go right There's actually a really good book. It's called How the Irish Became White. Oh, that's right. You were talking about it. This is like an old. Phenomenal book. Ooh, talk about a callback. Because when the Irish first came to the United States, they were on the same social economic status yes. as slaves. As slaves. Because most of them were indentured servants, or they were fleeing the freaking fam. Famine, I use that term loosely, because really it was an institutionalized famine. Yeah. Um, and so they were on the same social status as slaves, and so but then they worked their way up to being accepted, accepted as yeah. white people. Isn't that what that uh, Coming to America movie is all about? Yeah, it's always. <laughs> Which I think it's like the Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, it, Did you hear they're movie. doing a sequel to that? Are they? Yeah, but what I heard is like, like it's kind of like Eddie Murphy's like daughter, oh okay, kind of thing. And I'm like, this is the weird part. Like as much as I hate like sequels taking so many years afterwards, like like a lot of people are like, oh, you're just trying to grab money. At a certain point, I'm like, actually, at this point, I'm like, if you have a story to tell, fucking tell it. Yeah, because I'm game. That's what I'm saying. You know? Like you know, I want to see more. What I want to see more of is movies from other cultures, right? Like, I told you about that freaking, uh, like, Maori movie I watched, The Deadlands. That shit yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking amazing. I want to see more of that. Yeah. Like, I wish we could get, like, the, I will admit uh, that, like, films. the cinema industry is dominated by the United States. No, yeah, I guarantee. 
I want to see more from like other cultures. Like, I, really, I would love to see. Well, and you know, like uh, obviously, like you know, China dominates like the kung fu. Yeah, yeah, and those are fucking amazing. Well, prime example. I th- want to see some shit like. Actually, you know what? I saw this. I want to say it was Russian. I could be totally wrong. The movie was called. It was on IFC. Okay, called Prisoner of the Mountains. That shit was fucking awesome. Basically, the premise is, and again, I'm going to say Russian, but I could be totally off base. It's about a prisoner of war. Okay. Two prisoners of war, really. This guy and his buddy, they get sent to, like, this POW camp. In the camp, his friend dies. But then, like, throughout the rest of the movie, he sees what's effectively his friend's ghost, and it kind of, like, guides him and everything. Are you fucking kidding me? Are you fucking kidding me? No. Okay, well, fuck Call of Duty, then. Wait, what? Call of Duty fucking stole that. Did they really? For a storyline in one of their games. Are you sure? There was an episode where there was a... I'm trying to remember. I think I want to say it's uh, Modern Warfare 2. But there's a thing where the guy's talking with this other guy. And the guy's like, come on. And they're Russian. Like, he's American. The other guy's Russian. And he's like, come on. We got to do this. And then you find out, like, he's getting all these orders from this guy. But then halfway through the game, you realize, oh, no, it was Black Ops. It was fucking Black Ops. It was the first Call of Duty Black Ops. And then you find out towards the end of the game that you realize that your character was seeing a fucking ghost. Yeah, it was. I just looked it up. It was Russian. Yeah. It's a 1996 Russian war. Oh, my God. So fucking Call of Duty Black Ops number one fucking stole that shit. Yeah, it was based on Tolstoy. That writer Tolstoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the story he wrote. Oh, fucking bullshit. That, yeah, fuck, no, that fuck Call of Duty. No, that the movie, movie's probably great. Fuck, the, fuck Call of Duty, I'm the sorry. The movie is fucking phenomenal. Like, you know, it's all subtitles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have, no, I have no problem with subtitles. Love subtitles, actually. Like, wait, I watched the movie in high school. So, yeah, 96, obviously. So I watched yeah, it in yeah. high school. And that, I was, that movie, it, like, was profoundly moving. And you're just like, holy shit. Like, no, that yeah. shit is a, Like, I want to see more of that. No, and that's true. Like, I'll put it this way. Like, when, we'll put it this way. When Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon came out, remember when that was released oh, yeah. in, like, American cinema? You and I went ahead and we saw that. Yeah. The subtitles and we're reading and stuff like that. But we're sitting there going, like, oh, my God, this is like a fucking anime. We're watching this and this is like a fucking anime. And then what I love is, like, I'm glad it won, like, the awards that it won. But I know a lot of people who saw that movie we're literally seeing this shit for the first time, oh, yeah. even though you and I were like, we've already seen this, but we're loving it because it's live action. Yeah. And it was handled so fucking well. Because, like, even though they threw in all that shit where it's, like, mystical powers and stuff like that, we were already like, well, we don't care because we already watch all this other bullshit that's yeah, like has right, that kind of shit right, in it. Right. So we're like, all right, whatever. Like, we were able to dive in. And I feel like that's why the generation right now, like, a lot of superhero movies... I think are now the top billing because a lot of those people are like, yeah, we were fine with this. Like That's this to I mean. me is not see, confusing. I would love to see movies from other, but cultures. I would love to see it because there's actually like, I don't know if it's on Netflix or not, but there was a movie that came out like either last year, but it was like a Russian film, but it yeah. was like a superhero Russian film. Well, but like, everyone was like, this is fucking legit. Like kind of I, shit. I you that, that series I was watching on Netflix called the protector. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. Turkish. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, that's right. The one with the uh, the guy who like is running the uh, the the it's like the black market, like they're selling. Yeah, like, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and he like, gets the power. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. That show's awesome. And it's like okay, it's a Turkish show, but it's like a Turkish superhero show, and you're like, this is fucking cool. 
it's cool to see a different spin on the same story that you've seen a billion times. Yeah, yeah. And you see like the perspective from a different culture. Like it's really fucking cool. Like I would love to see more movies from other cultures. Like you know, India's got like Bollywood, but like that's just a kind of a poorly done caricature of like Western freaking movies. I would love to see like a real Indian. You know, culturally, yeah, 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 right. Like, I mean, there was what Life of Pi was that? I never saw that. It was fucking awesome. Uh, Here it was good. It was the one where the kid gets strapped on the boat with the lion or the tiger. Tiger, yeah, yeah. Never had a chance to see that one. It's like I want to see more stuff like that. Like, don't take what's already existing and do like a poorly done character of it. Show me your actual. You know, so I want to see more about your culture. I don't want you to assimilate mine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I already know all, all about my culture. I want to see yours. It's like, I would love to see shit from places I've never even heard of. Like, how cool would that be? Like, you know, like I want to see, like, a movie about, like, freaking Bushmen or something. Or what would be really awesome would be, like, an Aboriginal movie. Oh, yeah. Because, I don't know, you know, the Aborigines is the longest oldest continually maintained culture on the planet really yeah like all of the ancient whatever you know written i don't know if there's ruins but all of the ancient stuff in australia the aborigines living today still know the entire story of their people wow they are the oldest continually maintained culture is the aborigines i would love to see a story about that me too I haven't. And I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. It doesn't even have to be a movie. Like, even if you did, like, a documentary. Like a documentary. I'd be totally fine with that. Like, I'll tell you this. Like, this is totally, like, I don't even know where our show is going with this subject. But but I love documentaries. Like, I don't know what it is. Like, I don't, like, as as younger, I don't think I was into documentaries. But, like, now, at this age, like, I'm all about them. That's because you've realized the value of knowledge, my friend. Oh. So, am I, like. My God! You, no, you're, I'm <laughs> saying, you're, you're growing as a person. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure a lot of people are listening. Like, what did this guy just say? He's, is it? Is he God now? What the fuck? Yeah, no. Yeah. no I think once you realize, like, no, no. If, 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 I, if I'm, kids, I'm say, if I'm a God, I'm a fucked up God. Not, yeah. not even like part of like this. Like, it would be like in the Greek mythology where it's just like, oh yeah, there's 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 and Steve. Like, oh, and there's Steve, the God of masturbation. God of man. <laughs> <laughs> you guys want to talk? No, but I mean it's true though. Like when we're a kid, we don't appreciate. Yeah, we don't like, appreciate that. We don't shit. appreciate the shit that you're learning. Like this is boring. All yeah, the yeah. home playing video games. But yeah, I know it's so. And then when you're an adult, you're like, wow, this is super interesting. Yeah, super I didn't know this before. Wow, so let me just dive right in. Well, this is why I want. I, I was going to bring this up. We I know we have another thing to bring up as well, but I figure uh, we're kind of a little bit, couple of I would say weeks behind or whatnot. But I mean, it just came out in February. But you watched the first part of Leaving Neverland. Yes. And holy shit. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, I already knew, like, when that shit kind of came out back like, in the I'm day. I'm sorry, but I saw, like, the warning when you go to, like, load it up and everything. It's like, this contains graphic depictions of, like, sexual action. It's like, there's just, but that warning does nothing to prepare oh, you for what's actually not. in there. And, they're like, and then you watch it and you're like, because, wow. like, I'll put it this way. You watch this documentary, uh, and you, if you grew up in the 90s, I should mm-hmm. say, uh, you heard about, like, some of his stuff. Yeah. And But when you think about child molestation, like, in my brain, it literally just goes, okay, a guy is fondling a child or making the child fondle him. 
I but, think nothing. It, it you don't think anything about like the mental aspect, right? Of it. Exactly. Yeah. Like there is so much like more that they break down, and then. It, but I'll put it this way: so if you haven't watched Leaving Neverland, if you have Netflix, I highly recommend watching Abducted in Plain Sight. Watch that, and then watch Neverland. This is why I say this: like you can do it whatever order you want to do it in. But I say this way because after watching the first doc and then watching this doc. I was like, you start watching the documentary and you're going like, oh shit, this is the same thing this guy was doing. This yeah. is exactly the same. And you realize that there's just these fucking predators out there. Like, there's this is the weird part. There's child molesters and then there's predators. Yeah. This is what I learned. Like, fuck them both. Like, yeah. They need to be shot in the face and done with. But there's a, there's a child molester, which is just fucked up and then there's a predator which is like fucked up beyond fucking oh yeah Yeah. because it's not only him manipulating the child but manipulating the The entire family family. and like everything it's just like oh my god and when you watch this shit it's like like i don't like you're just like i have to finish this but you don't feel good about it you know kind of thing yeah like when i finished i watched the first part when i finished the first part i was like I need to watch something happy now because this was fucking dismal. Yeah, you're like, how on earth could anybody be that just scummy? Yeah, right. Get away with it. But then your girl's like, okay, he had the power and status. That's the other fucked up part, too. Like, when you see certain people at a certain status and you're just all like, oh, fuck, they can get away with anything. Because literally, at that time, you, if anyone said anything, about Michael Jackson. Like, be, oh, like yeah. be like, and not even like, not even like, oh, that guy touches kids. I mean, just like, I'm not really into his well, music. Well, I mean, how even right now, uh, his estate is suing HBO over this. Oh, I bet. Because oh, apparently there's some clause in some contract because some shit he done with HBO years ago mm. that said that HBO could never publish and air anything disparaging against, about, oh, yeah, about him. Against him. And so now they're taking that portion and being like, well, this is disparaging, so we're going to sue you now. Like, Do you think they shit. win? I, don't, I honestly, I don't even know. Like, because like, that's the thing. Legality-wise, I can see where that is a violation of that contract. Sure. Yes. I can see it, because, it, you know what? It obviously doesn't paint him in a good light. Mm-hmm. Oh, of course not. Because I mean, he was a fucking monster, but... Yeah, that's the thing. I don't use that term term lightly like when i heard that term always like like there was a perfect like family guy episode which is weird to bring up but there's an episode of family guy where like peter fakes like chris having like a terminal disease and like brian like here like he's telling brian about it he's like you're a monster and then he tells lois the same thing and lois goes you're a monster brian's like thank you and, like, never once would I ever thought I would ever use that towards somebody. But, like, I was telling people about this documentary going, like, look, like, I've heard Michael Jackson's songs. Very good. Give yeah. the guy, like, his respect. Like, changed the world of music. Did great with dancing and stuff like that. But when you watch this documentary, I'm like, I knew he was, like, a monster. But he is a fucking well, yeah, it's monster. Like, I had a huge rant about this the other day. I like, hate it when people are willing to forgive somebody's heinous behavior based on the fact that they're a talented individual. Take, for example, Stephen Hawking. Mm. Guy was a piece of shit in his personal life. 
But everybody's like, oh, but he did so many, you know, scientific advances and everything. So let's forget that. Like, no, he was a sack of shit in his personal life. Why are we willing to forgive? Yeah, right. What he did based on the fact that what he contributed. No, in my opinion, you what you contribute to society can be completely negated by how you are as a human being. If you're a sack of shit, I don't give a flying fuck what, what you you've done. Yeah, it doesn't matter because you were a piece of shit in your personal and this life. is And this is where I'll put the prime example. As much as people be like, no, Michael could never do this, blah, 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 and some of that. Let's just throw this out here. Bill Cosby. Yeah. As soon as Bill Cosby was fucking sent to prison, everybody dropped his shit. Oh, yeah. Nick at Night's no longer playing reruns yep. of the Cosby Show. Hulu has removed the Cosby Show where you could have streamed any time before all this shit came out. No problem. Yep. They have removed him from any Black History Month thing now. Yeah. They have destroyed him. So you cannot tell me that it doesn't matter how powerful you were. If you did some fucked up shit and everyone finds out about it, Fuck you. Your life I mean, is over. I'm sorry. That's what needs to happen. Right? Yeah. Like, like, I'm, I'm sorry, if you're a shitty human being, that needs to happen. And and I'll put it this way. You guys, no one can tell me. No one can tell me that, like, oh, he didn't do this shit. They're just trying to get money. Okay. The one guy, he became, he's a success. The one guy became, he was, like, in syncs. Uh, he was their choreographer. Yeah. He's the one that helped produce their tracks, all that kind of stuff. Helped Britney Spears with all her stuff. Like, the guy made a career for himself. So even if you want to turn around and be like, oh, he came back and was trying to get, like, money or whatnot, like, he doesn't need it. Right. No, he he came out saying, no, 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 this guy is a monster. Yeah. And everyone needs to know it. I'm sorry, but, like, even though Macaulay Culkin never said that, like, Michael Jackson did anything to him, blah, 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 whatever... Look how, like, ragingly addicted to drugs he became. I'm sorry, like, dude's got some serious shit in his history. I'll put it this way. I think I I do believe him. I don't think he ever was molested by Michael Jackson. This is, and this is the only reason why. Because his parents, his parents, okay, Macaulay Culkin's parents fucked him big time. Oh, they they took all his money. So this is the thing I think. So Michael Jackson's getting cozy with him and the parents are like, no, 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 we can't have this fucker trying to take our money. So I think the only thing that saved him from getting molested because the, the parents, parents, the greed, yeah, the greed of his parents, like okay. even yeah, it fucked, it's fucked up, but it saved him. I think I'm pretty sure that's maybe. What happened. I don't think so. I'm sorry, like because no, because his drug addiction, like, yeah, no, his drug addiction, I think came from his parents though. Could be that's what yeah. I, like like grant like I hope to God, like I hope I'm like I'm hope I'm right. And, like, his parents being so greedy saved him from that. Because I would, like, as much as he's all fucked up or whatnot, like, I, I don't wish that upon anybody. No. Like, whether no. you like this person or not, I do not wish anybody upon that shit that, was that he fucking That was did. fucking weird. Right? About that documentary. Was that, you know, these guys are talking about these horrid things that happened to him. But at the same time... They're talking about how just how much they cared for Michael Jackson. Right, because he... He like made one these... guy even went so far as to say, like that they were like making love to each yeah, other. Yeah, they it's were. Like, yeah, I loved him. And I loved like, him. Whoa! But like, think about it. But like, if you have somebody who's manipulating, all right, that's what you I have mean. no like at that's a young age. Up it is. At a young yeah. age, you have no idea what's the difference between lust and love. That's true. So if yeah. someone's telling you, "Oh, this is what people do. This is what your parents do to show their affection to each other." 
This is to show that I love you. And you're at that age, you're representative of like all that shit that's going on. You're just like, you don't know any better. And exactly with them, it wasn't until a certain point, which you'll find out in part two, that they realize, wait, what the fuck? Yeah. Like, and it's so, it's just so fucking like interesting. Like, and it sucks so, oh God, like. Yeah, you have to watch that second part. Uh, I, I will. I just. I, I know. I know. Great. You have. No, and that's the thing. Like, I was able. This is the th- my theory of it because I know. Like, we like we watched it and we waited the next day and then we watched it. But I'm like, I looked at uh, Anna going like, we don't have kids. Yeah. So we don't. We cannot imagine. Like, so that's why I'm curious. Like, like how long it would take people to watch this documentary, even though it's only two parts. But I'm all like, I'm like, I'm looking at it from the uh, the aspect of just like, oh, that's fucked up. But then, as a parent, you look at it in a different aspect of like, what if that was my kid? You oh, know, yeah. kind of fucked up shit. I, I you know, I'd be in jail. Yeah, no, I'd fucking murder. That's someone. what I'm saying. Like, like yeah. that's what I'm saying. Like, I have different eyes right now, opposed to like what your eyes probably. Oh yeah, you know, kind yeah. of thing. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's like that's what I'm saying. It's a documentary. If you have HBO Go or can definitely check it out, I highly recommend it because it's like, um, I'm not trying to praise. Anybody or anything like that, but I think it is a story that everyone needs to know. Well, I mean, if nothing else than to show like the dangers, just show there, the fucking yeah. dangers, like because yeah. that to me, like, there's well, just because some... there's people like even freaking abusing like YouTube and shit, now. right? And it's like you know the, the scummy freaks of the world will go to like any length to take advantage. Yeah, no, definitely. It's like one of the main things I emphasize to my kid is like safety. It's like you got to be safe with everything you know it's not so much a matter of like physical danger it's like what are you doing on the internet you know who are you talking to whatever blah blah blah. like don't talk to people you don't know because you have no idea what their intentions are and which is a really shitty thing to have to have a conversation with your kid about it's like hey you know i know you want to make new friends and everything because that's part of childhood is making yeah, new yeah. friends it's like i know you want to make new friends but not all these people are actually your friends. Yeah, yeah. A lot of them are not. What I've learned is is you're going to find out who your real friends are, uh, but then there's also going to be people who claim to be your friends who are usually always asking you for shit. Yep. And always want expecting things from you. Yeah. Um, those are not your friends. And that's actually prime example watching that documentary. Like, he, like, I'm trying to remember if that's in the, fr- yeah, I think that's in part one where the rings. Yes. Where it's all like, oh, hey, I'm going to buy you this ring, but to get it, you're going to have to do something for me. Right. Like kind of bullshit stuff. So it's, and, and this is what I realized when you get to a certain age, like I've learned this, is I've cut a lot of people out of my life. Like, yes, I might be still Facebook friends with them and stuff like that, and but we don't really like, there's people I'm Facebook friends with that I'm like, I'm Facebook friends with because we went to high school. Bullshit. I think we are in a unique position, at least our generation, as far as like the Facebook friends and everything goes. In the sense that, like, you know, we were around before That's all the true. technology and everything. It's like, so we had the benefit of knowing who, you know, actual friends are. And I mean, so yeah. like, when it comes to Facebook friends, we can differentiate between, like, yeah, you know, I'm friends with this person on Facebook, but I don't really know them all that well. And, you know, we're not really friends, but, you know, it's like, whatever. It's like, I, I feel like kids nowadays, most of their friends are online. Yeah. It's like, oh, hey, you know, we're friends on Facebook, you know, fucking YouTube. But have you ever met this person in real life kind of thing? Okay. Whereas we were around before all that, so it's like we have the knowledge to differentiate. I feel like anyone who's around 
before the advent of like shit. I'm going even as far back as like before MySpace. Oh, jeez, yeah. It's like so we knew what genuine friendship was prior to. That's true. These things. It's, whereas nowadays, like kids are like, oh yeah, I've got fifty followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. How are great they, is that? Where it's like, are you they and I, your... we don't really give a flying fuck. It's like, oh, I got two people like this, whatever. I don't. Care. Or yeah, like when we get our numbers, and I'm all like, I know we know for a fact, like who does listen to the show. But then when we see some of the numbers, we're like, okay, that's cool. Yeah, but it's also not like, yeah, like whatever, like kind of thing, and not not nothing against like our listeners or anything that like we appreciate you guys. If anything we say is helpful or you know whatever unique in your life and all that kind of stuff but it's like yeah but i I totally agree with that because it's like i remember my dad he said this one thing right before like college started and it was right before like because myspace i think came out like probably later either that year or the following year yeah kind of thing my dad's like everybody you went to high school with you're probably not gonna have contact with them ever again and i was like oh showed him didn't we you know kind of thing and then facebook came out and it's like but i'm still in contact with all these people you know kind of thing and it, it's just very, like, interesting of, like, how it just set up. But it's even interesting because even those those now things, my dad still is in contact with a guy he went to college with. Yeah, right. You know, kind of thing. They'll send emails back and forth and, like, all that kind of stuff. It's just interesting, like, how... But, you know, there's a generation out there that was literally like, okay, high school's over. I'm going to this college. You're going to that college. Bye. And that was it. Yeah. Like, everybody you met in college, those were your friends for the rest of your life. Pretty much. Like, kind yeah. of thing. And I'm like, and you think about that, it's so weird because, like, you and I have been friends since the fourth fucking grade. It's like 94. It's yeah. like fucking nuts. Ugh. Speaking of. Oh, shit. Relationships. Oh, God. I heard the story about my penis. No, this guy. And he claimed that taking, you know, MDMA or Molly, X, whatever you want to call it, made him gay. So, like, he takes a molly and then, like, make out with dudes and probably get, like, hand jobs from other men or whatever. Or blow them. It, probably that, too. Claimed that it made him gay to take molly. Even though, like, you know, like, at the time he had, like, a gorgeous girlfriend and everything. But he'd take a little bit of molly and he'd turn into a flaming homosexual. Oh, wow. So I, that- I, I don't know that I'd buy that, really. Okay, so I'm, I'm going to play um, Stupid. Yeah. Uh, the drug. Oh, what was it? MDMA? Ecstasy. Ecstasy. Oh, uh, Molly. Oh, oh that's Molly. what I thought. Okay, so it's just Molly. Wait, so Molly made him gay. What What color was the Molly? I have no idea. Because apparently different colors. I don't think any of them could, like, make you gay. Well, I was about to say, different colors. Supposedly, it, like, enhances all of your, like, feelings, blah, 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 whatever, like, sense of touch and all that. Yeah, yeah. I don't think it could make you gay. Now, I heard, I have heard... That Molly does make you want to, like, if you're, uh, uh, at least from a female perspective, because I've never done it. Me neither. Um, female perspective, I know I've heard stories where girls are just like, oh, I just want to make out with people. Not necessarily male or female, just I want to make out with people. So you think it can make you gay? It could make you gay, or it just makes you want to make out with Maybe. people. Maybe... Maybe it has something to do turn into a flaming... But what I was going to say, now, does it make you want to just make out with anybody? Or does it kind of... Well, I would say, take out your inhibitions. Hear me out. Mm -hmm. I think maybe if your name is Nick... Nick. Nick, and you take Molly, I think you turn ragingly gay. Not not offense, uh, but, I mean, it does kind of rhyme with dick. Good point. Uh, Remove it in a D, that's a dick. 
Um, and maybe <laughs> when you, you just want to suck a dick. That's probably You want true. to fondle a dick. Not necessarily you want a dick inside you, nor do you want to put a dick inside somebody else, but maybe you just want to play with a dick. Maybe. <laughs> kiss it a little. You want to kiss it a little? There's nothing gay about that, apparently, <laughs> according to Big Mouth. Yeah. I'm going to say, is that pretty fucking hot? You, you, you're going to kiss that? You're going to kiss that dick and kiss it? Give it soft kisses. Lick it a little bit. So we have a, a PSA right now, public service announcement. Public service announcement. When you take Molly, you become gay. You become gay. If you're not gay already. Yeah. Although I think you probably have some tendencies. I'll put it this way. If you're, not, if you're gay already and you take Molly, you're probably already okay with everything yeah, that's going probably, on. Yeah. Um, I, think, I think if you're, if you, I shouldn't say not gay. I should say if you're on the fence and then you take Molly, I think that might release your true ambitions. I think it probably does. It kind of yeah. it kind of lowers your ambitions because I noticed like well that you, says it lowers your inhibitions. Like you've got it kind of shows your true self. Yeah, right. And you're like, hey, you know, I'm on the fence. And he takes Molly, whatever. See, and, and that's like, a, well, I want to make out with the dude, and you're like, well, okay, there you go. Well, that's what I was saying. I was saying some, certain drugs to a certain extent open your mind a little bit. Yeah. So things that you might be on the fence with, such as like I'll put a prime example. Me when I get centered. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff that I used to hate. Then yeah. I go back, revisit it, and put myself at a different mindset, I should say, which drugs usually do. Yeah. They open your mind, expand a couple of things, and sometimes I can go revisit something and go like, you know what? Maybe I didn't hate this. Maybe I was in a bad mood that day. Maybe something was terrible or whatnot. And I can watch it and be like, you know what? Not a bad, not a bad thing. Or I could watch it and be like, you know what? I was right. Yeah. But I did give it the benefit of the doubt and watch it again. There you go. Or revisited something again. Yeah. So I think it just, I would say, I would say if you're using certain drugs, um, whether it's for pleasure, pain, or, you know, whatever, keeps you level, it might actually be, maybe the drugs show you a little bit of your true self, and I say just go for it. So there you go. If you're listening, go find yourself a boyfriend. Yeah, go find yourself a boyfriend. Because that's your true heart. That's your true heart. Take some ecstasy. Make out with guys. Jerk them off. Blow them. Whatever. Yeah. It's up to you. <laughs> it's... Yeah. The world is your oyster. Yeah. Suck a dick, man. Go go get that man you've been dreaming about. Tricky. Get yourself that tricky dicky. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. And this has been a public service announcement from Life is Shit. Absolutely. Sponsored to you by Amazon. You don't go to Amazon. Go to Sasquatch.net, click on that Amazon banner, and shop like you normally do. Which no one ever does. No one ever does. But we'll get a little taste if you do. But um, I did not find any scan BCs. No. But do you have some uh, misconnections? I do. So we're going to drop into some misconnections. So join us. Yeah. It's time for Patrick's misconnections. Oh. So sit back and relax. Cause he's gonna take it to sexy town. Yeah. Patrick's misconnections. Yeah. All right, Patrick. So we decided 
We're in Miami again. We're in Miami again. So, yes, yeah. we decided to leave Arizona and decided to see where different misconnections all over the world Miami were. delivers. Miami well. delivers, apparently. Which is so funny because you know for a fact if you look up any other Florida places, we're probably going to still find gold. So yeah. this is our cold mine for now. But, Patrick, what is Florida up to? Well, Florida is up to apparently lots of... It, it kind of ties in with our last subject about living your true self and being gay. There's lots of that in Florida. Lots of that. Who we got, Pat? What's in Florida? We have chubby Hispanic guy. Ooh, good for him. Big chubby guy to get great head. Hello, looking to play. Hispanic, disease-free, 420 friendly. Male, big guy, who's looking for you to lick me off. Late night get-togethers? We meet at a parking lot. And get it on the parking lot. That's that's kind of trashy. Like right, parking it's, lot. Well, like, it's, we are talking about Florida. I know. I'm just saying. Just saying. Like parking lot. Really, you you can't get anything better than parking lot. Like, come on, come on. Cub looking for his bear. Young cub looking for his older bear. <laughs> Message for details. So nothing against the gay community. But seriously, did they think that through? Like, bear and cub? Like, do they not know the bear-cub relationship, like, in the normal, like, world? Like, I this is my kin. Not like, oh, I'm a bear. I'm going to fuck my cub. Like, come on, yeah. guys. So this one I don't understand. Like, I don't know what CD means. CD. We meet several times, and you turn me into your personal CD. Like, what is CD? Cock delivery? Cock delivery, corporate dong. Um... Corporate <laughs> dong. I like that one. Corporate dong. Well, we're going to go with corporate dong. So I'm going to read this. Uh, thing in mind, corporate dong. Had fun when you come over and visit, apparently to the corporate office. About six months ago, you stopped stopping by. Hope this finds you well and you would like to start meeting again at the corporate office. When you are free... Sure, this is a long shot, but we meet on Craigslist before at the corporate. I like that corporate dong. Corporate dong. Corporate dong. I got a corporate dong. Saw you at the Speedway. M for M. Saw at a gas station. We chatted. I was the white dude. I like how you broke into song with this. You this were too. I'm hung. You be two cent pick, I know it's you. Corporate dong. Corporate dong. Give me that corporate dong you used to unload and I receive. Oh, that works. Oh, wow. I visit, you unload, I receive, I leave. Oh, yeah. M for M. Hashtag, I don't bend over. Oh, shit. (laughs) Corporate dong. (laughs) I don't bend over. Wow. Corporate dog. Corporate dog. Get it today at Cole Stores, the next one. Trying to shoes and you kept walking by me and staring and readjusting your manhood. Hit me up. Corporate dog. <laughs> it works. It works, yeah. Hit my friend Jamie. Hi, Jamie. It's your friend Donnie on Party Lane. I'm the guy who bought that TV set from you, I think. Few years ago, few years ago, I love when people always post that on, yeah. on, face, on uh, Facebook. Get um, back to me if you're Craigslist. living. Get back to me if you are living. Not if you're dead, though. 
you're dead. I don't care anymore. Corporate dog. I don't know, but I think you said that you moved away. We spoke English. We spoke, spoke English. English. <laughs> you drove me around. We spoke English, and you drove me around in your car. Welcome to America. We spoke English, and you drove me around in your car. Corporate dog. You love that corporate dog. Transgender girl at Club Space. I'm a football player. My name is Nate, and you're transgender, and I blew you. <laughs> By the way, my name is Nate. <laughs> really. Oh, shit. I thought you were actually reading, like, real no. words. No. I'm so glad you really, like, attracted to corporate dong. And it was it fits. Name me a corporate dong. Custom nudes. Custom nudes. Oh, shit. This is a business? Or I'm selling custom photos and videos. Nice. Open to pretty much any type of video and video. <laughs> Patrick, I am open to any kind of video. And, and video. Video. We can negotiate on the price. Must be Venmo ready. Ah. Send you regular photos of me to see what I look like first. Not looking to get my time wasted. So please message me if you're serious. What are these nudes Corporate for? Dawn. Corporate dog. <laughs> I'm like that bottom. Uh, wait, what? Where's my handsome top man in Miami remembering for a sexy time? Make you feel good. Corporate dog. <laughs> just, it's just weird. Soulmate inquiry. If you think about me as much as I do you daily, if we met in a Long Island tavern, name the owner. Would love to hear from you. The owner's name needs to be mentioned. Corporate dumb. Corporate dumb. Missing my elderly afternoon companion. Missing my friend who enjoyed giving me pleasure. You mentioned a friend who also enjoyed giving pleasure. By chance, was that you? Corporate dong. Corporate dong. Right. And I'm done. Do you know what corporate dong reminds me of? Son of dong. Yeah. Son of corporate dong. Son of corporate dong. Uh, this is going to be a sorry episode title. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Emergency. Yeah. No, it's literally emergency parentheses corporate dong. Yes. Huh. I'm spent. Yeah, me too, man. All right, well, thank you guys for hanging out on this rant. Yeah. And uh, join us next week for uh, the inside look at uh, corporate dong, the new documentary on HBO. Leaving corporate dong. <laughs> Leaving corporate dong. <laughs> uh, all right. This is going to wrap up this episode of Life is Shit. I am Steve-O. I am Corporate Dong. And every time I think about it, my Corporate Dong hurts. <laughs> my legs are tangling off the edge. The bottom of the bottle is my only friend. I think I'll slip my wrist again and I'm gone, 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 gone. My legs are tangling off the edge. The stomach full of pills didn't work again. I put a bullet in my head and This has been another fine production of Corporate Dong. For more great shows, check out www.4iradio.com. Corporate Dong!